0: welcome to paradigm shifters i'm very excited to um, introduce again because he's been on several times a very very high conscious loving being named Nandiji. Nandiji is a guru a teacher and he's also a householder and we were talking about all that too because with his amazing waves of light and healing energy and the impact he and those around him can have on the consciousness of people. We're going to get right into that. But in the meantime, I welcome you, Nandiji, all the way from India to L.A. here on Paradigm Shifters.
1: My my honor uh, to be with you, Divine Veronica, and uh, to each of our listeners here, such a joy to connect.
0: Well, I know you've had some amazing teaching from some wonderful gurus from the ancient, uh, kind of the ancient uh, spiritual traditions or spiritual learning curves over in India, and here you are as a householder. Um, how how is
1: it mingling the two? Um, in between, and and all of this is time. Mm-hmm. And. When we see timelessness embedded in time, it gives us a different perspective.
0: But you and can do I realized,
1: that, can you? Uh, yes. See, it's like this, that uh, we, when we work timelessness in time, each dimension of time has its responsibility and has a circle to complete, like in the sense when we talk about the karmic dimensions of being in a household, that's a responsibility, and that responsibility needs to be complete as whole.
0: Mm-hmm. At the
1: same time, there is different compartments in time, and during the day, we are given x number of hours of time. and how we work timelessness and time, compartmentalizing each of the each of the facets is like a wheel. And we are the spoke in the middle. We are the hub of the middle. And each spoke is a dimension that we spin around. So the 24-hour cycle is uh, is is very much like a wheel that we move through. And one thing that is pretty clear is that we all have a shelf life. And <laughs> that means... <laughs> that means and I
0: really like you put
1: it that way. <laughs> yes, because see, the moment we realize we're the spirit having this human experience, and this human experience is counted in a number of breaths, mm-hmm. and then put together in time. Now we need to realize as spirit, which is the timelessness, we are time, and so what are we here to do? Mm-hmm. Are we here just to simply survive, and uh, and or uh, are we here for a purpose? Mm-hmm. The moment we realize, I am here for a purpose. I am here to let my heart sing and do my heart's work. And at the same time, um, take care of the responsibilities and make put even that into work. So it's it's, I would say, related to the word wholeness. And the wholeness is a powerful thing, powerful word, because in my spiritual journey, one of the dimensions that I kept coming across, coming into was from seeking to knowing. Oh. So the seeking process is like we are constantly, constantly, constantly on a pilgrimage. The knowing is you've reached the destination. You, have, you now are, you connected to the enshrined whom you were seeking and now as enshrined you are in the being so this being is wholeness and then within the being is completing the 24 hour cycle and completing all the facets as human as the householder as the visionary as the creator as the creator I mean i'm talking about the artistic end of creation and creativity mm-hmm. and uh, each and Mm-hmm. That's a good cool, the cooking that's a, you know, about every dimension and uh, it you know and then when you get to, when the day is over one of the most beautiful things is to say wow <laughs> the day is done I've done my bit wow, wow. Yeah. and yeah now tell me this
0: do you think individuals do you think each of us has our own uh, seeking and knowing uh, trajectory, or what would you call it, flow, passageway? Mm -hmm. Do you think everyone has that, or do you think that's just uh, uh, a level of consciousness that some people don't ever connect with?
1: I believe every every one of us have it in us to be inspired. And, you know, we all can be inspired beings. Now, it depends on what inspires us. Now, if we have come to the knowing from the awake sense of knowing, mm-hmm. now when we are inspired, we are doing our heart's work. Now, when we start, you know, when we align our, focus, our mind into singularity of focus, come into the primordial passion to get things done and uh, go, we are stepping into the flow. Now, while we are stepping into the flow, we are also stepping above the rooftop of the mind. Uh-huh. Now we are now we are stepping into the superconscious states. And this is what the sages call turiya, the sleepless sleep. Now uh-huh. once we stepped into the sleepless sleep state, which is which every one of us have, every one of us experience it nearly nearly every day, but hmm. only we don't last it long. But if we were constantly living in that, now this is yoga. Hmm. This is perpetuality of meditation. This is source unions. this the sages call as antiram, that is the sacred unions on every level of our human experience.
0: Would you call that being as well?
1: Of course it is. It's the you know the, it, it, what we now simply are we simply are in this state and now in this state uh, we are we, un- we unlock all the potential that is already in already has been in us waiting to be woken up Hmm. Now we've, we now we are formidable in terms of uh, uh, our energy fields, of creativity, and uh, and doing because now we are the spirit having this human experience with wisdom. Wow, I
0: really love that. So tell me this. Uh, I'm going to jump through a couple of subjects because mm-hmm. you have so much to share with us, and we need to be involved with that. So what about the lockdown? What about COVID? What about a whole global shutdown? What do you think that, how does that impose on our uh, beingness, our uh, ability to relate to all these different levels of ourselves? And you know what I'm saying? How did Mm -hmm. that work? How does that work?
1: It's being a huge you know you could say shift for humanity this particular this particular time of the pandemic and covid and uh, we suddenly have realized we have more time for ourselves than before and this is also the age of information technology so there's a lot of information happening and uh, there's a lot more in which we are connected to, connecting to uh, to the reality to the the deeper sense of what is like an ocean uh, underneath See, whatever the reality springs from consciousness and what's below is the ocean of consciousness and this ocean of consciousness is now rising this is something that is we are all tapping into consciously and unconsciously so i would say this particular period for the hardship it has caused, for the pain it has caused, for the suffering it has caused. The there is another dimension fear. to it. There is, mm-hmm. there is, a, we are incubating something, we are incubating our vast self during this period of time. Mm-hmm. So we are sort of like, we are stepping into the larger, vaster, uh, vaster beingness within ourselves through this particular period of time. So I would say we are actually ushering the new age of truth and truth is consciousness. I would say we're ushering the age of consciousness.
0: So talk again about what consciousness actually means. And I I love what you're saying. I'll I'll get back to that, but the word consciousness, (laughs) I think some people go, so yeah, yeah. What's consciousness, you know?
1: Okay. Where we think from creates that level of reality. Okay. So as we think from a higher place, we are going. We are generating wisdom to create heavens. Consciousness is that platform from where thought springs from. So we 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 uh, we we climb up in layers of consciousness, and here we are able to uh, able to have the wisdom to be able to create that which aligns uh, our vibrational frequency to the realities so so it's this a is recognition one dimension of consciousness
0: it's a re- recognition mm-hmm. that there's a lot more beyond uh, well the third dimension I guess that who we are has many levels is that right
1: exactly and this vibratory I, I would rather say this station my, the station of the mind is determines everything. Everything determined is determined from where we are. But at the same time, the mind itself is like a cabbage that can be grown in our fertile fields. Mm -hmm. (laughs) in other words consciousness can birth the mind like today you know we can wake up one day feeling grumpy and lousy and stuff that is one day and that is the mind or another day we can actually wake up and enable a mind that is able to conceive everything as beautiful even if the reality is really horrible we can still be able to work our experience that is able to not just negate the reality but also to twist that reality that we are experiencing into something magnificent just from the inner vibrancies of whom we are
0: Hmm. i like that from the inner vibrancy i like that a lot i think also with the uh with the pandemic are we would you agree or would you uh talk about this for a minute are we actually connecting on an intrinsic level or in a heart level with the fact that there, we are one, that we are in unity consciousness at times? you think that's- The pandemic
1: is a, is a, pandemic is a big reminder to that, that essentially we as humans are one, and uh, there's no way to go but within us. And at the same time, it also is generating a newer level of thought and we will see the effect of the newer by the newer world uh, in the next few months, as, as the pandemic, you know, as with the, with the vaccine and things, and uh, you know, with the pandemic under control, the next new world is going to be significantly different from the from the world we have seen in the past. And this newer world is what we are all readying to be readying to be through mm-hmm. all of this. Mm, wow.
0: Also, you use the word thought, and I'm going. Is it you said it can help create thought? Is that right? Like our yes. think, our thinking then moves through us and creates a change in our atmosphere and our society. Right?
1: Absolutely. See, when we look at thoughts, there is this general dimension of IQ that we know, which mm-hmm. is with the mind and what we know. Mm-hmm. But then once you step outside the mind. Now, there's a different dimension to the thinking process itself. So when we, you know, like when you meet these sages who are the enlightened, who are the enlightened masters, their thought process is very different in a the sense they speak from a pristine mind yeah. where there's no thought and whatever that comes through is pure wisdom. And that wisdom is sort of like all-knowing. It's sort of like knows the future. It knows the past. It is very much in the now. So this, this, this conscious, this consciousness, is now is now that for everyone. Is now that which is opening, up, opening itself to everyone. Well, Every that's exciting, but
0: you, you've studied so much, and you've been in these deepening places of consciousness and awakening and spirituality and so on. Do you think we can catch on to it as well, quite well?
1: Um, see, go back to time when we go through these masters being like Christ. Mm-hmm. The reason why they had disciples in the first place was to pass that consciousness, to the next round, to the next generation. So he had the 12 disciples, and those 12 disciples generated it. Like this, all these sages have been doing this similar thing across the globe, across the culture, to essentially uh, pass consciousness, so consciousness can multiply itself. And we've come to this particular place, as you know, many years ago, 200 years ago, when Swami Vivekananda came to this country. Uh, you know, like at that time, this uh, the, the the you know America was taken by storm with the, with the thinking process of uh, where he was coming from, and that layer of consciousness was one wave that moved. Then came Swami um, Yogananda, Yogananda. Mm-hmm. another wave happened. Like this waves and waves and waves of these masters came. And each of these masters came and and planted the seeds of consciousness and that grew and multiplied. And now it's nearly with every one of us. You see a bank advertising someone doing yoga to show Mm -hmm. that there's peace and safety and security of the mind.
0: Mm -hmm. You know,
1: (laughs) now yoga itself has become more like a fashion accessory. And I Mm -hmm. look into it like if anybody has a drop of honey, they will go to the honey pot. So it doesn't matter which way yoga is, which way meditation is. At the end of the day, everyone is going to go to the go to the to the honey pot. Yeah, which that's is true. Awakening to be consciousness itself.
0: Wow! And so, you, what you're encouraging me to believe, because I want to believe this, that this wave of consciousness is spreading, and people like you and other great masters and teachers are are uh, what sending it out through the collective and we're uh, gratefully picking up on it and become or what would you say involving ourselves in it. So we all, we're all being infused, that's a better way to put it, right?
1: Absolutely. You know, being like say Deepak Chopra or on the other side, the Sadguru and you know Sri Sri, all these beings are, you know, like this age of information is mm-hmm. when, you know, it's accessible to anyone and everyone just seeking it and the more of a hassle in life the more of a problem in life that's when we actually say hey god where are you that's when we start seeking Mm -hmm. so there's a huge layer of we've had a lot of hassle right now connectivity (laughs) exactly (laughs)
0: well oh i'm excited i know that you can see ahead to quite a degree can't you and uh, so how do you see us coming out of, uh, of the pandemic? How do you see human nature? Because everybody's scrapping against each other something fierce right now uh, in lots <laughs> of places around the world. And I keep hoping that as we come out of uh, the, the pandemic, and we probably won't except through vaccination and so on. But um, <laughs> how, how do you perceive the waves of coming out of this and what's going to happen in the society?
1: See, um, there's, a, there's been a huge polarity that has taken place. Consciousness oh. by itself normally rises, and it's like you know we all watch you know we, we 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 encourage our kids to watch Disney movies because it has a level of conscious layer and level of consciousness, mm-hmm. and it, we all human we human we gravitate towards consciousness. But there is an underlying level of ignorance. There is an underlying level of humanity karma. Like the slavery time, there mm-hmm. was this uh, this karma that existed, which pops up today as racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is this uh, cruelty within us, which pops up pops up in the way of child separation policies, mm-hmm. and and you know I don't want to um, you know negate. Any energy here by 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 this mention, but sadly, you know, we've had a person like Trump come into power, and you know, all the ugliness of the nation and all the ugliness of humans sprang up with that. Mm-hmm. That's now that it's over, and now that we have we have a newer possibilities with Biden coming in, and then for us to recognize the huge polarity of uh, of uh, one end of human ignorance to the other end of being conscious and being awake this is this will definitely you know like push push consciousness even further consciousness is being triggered now Because Mm -hmm. of these polarities, it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, we are forced to wake up, we are forced to look into ourselves, forced to look into seeing what is the situation we have, and how can change be effective. But once again, the most important dimension here is that consciousness is empowering. It's empowerment. In Mm -hmm. other words, if we are in the higher states of consciousness, we are also gifted with a genius Mm -hmm. to think outside the box. To to be able to to be the solution the, uh, to to be the solution the, the person or the, to to be the solution. And and, and it can happen with all,
0: one of us at a time,
1: right? I mean, it, it no, is... it's all of us. It's like a spontaneous <clears throat> thing happening. If you look at the inventions of the world, take any major invention of the world, it would have been a similar idea, the similar content, the similar invention would have happened across the globe at the same time hmm so this is the you know like you're familiar with the hundred monkey theory right mm-hmm.
0: yeah so mm-hmm.
1: you know if you can explain the hundred monkey theory to everyone but then that is the truth of what it, of how consciousness works yeah. that is that it's a mass it's a it's a it's a it's a mass diamond it's a mass energy it's, an it's energy like an ev- of humanity.
0: Ev- evocative wave moving through people mm-hmm. right or through yes. life.
1: Yes. So, if just a group of us are awake, then it's only natural that the entire you know humanity will spring up awake, and all the masters that pave their ways forward. And there's so many of these masters today who are awakening out. You go to the airport, or go to a bookshop, you see so many books on consciousness. Mm-hmm. You listen to so many yoga, you know, yoga music and mantra chants. Mm-hmm. The reason is that once consciousness has woken up a person, the next thing is that they are beginning to see things from a higher, higher self. And mm-hmm. then they would be coming out with self-help and they will be coming out with the conscious solutions. Mm-hmm.
0: And evolution of all kinds of activities, all kinds of teachings. Well, you know what's exactly. really exciting about As we talk about this, mm-hmm. I know that you have a world program that you're setting up. It's not just you. I gather it's a group of you, is mm-hmm. that right? Do you want to yes. talk about that? It's called the de- what is it called? The declaration. The, de-
1: the declaration of consciousness. Mm-hmm. See, the declaration of consciousness movement is, uh, you know, this this actually sprang from a from a, from from a place where uh, I like after spending years in my inner journey. Mm-hmm. In India, going through caves and through my masters, and and um, and in solitude, I then came to America, and I, the 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 week I landed is when the uh, that the the nine uh, eleven uh, oh, wow. terrorist tragedy took place, mm-hmm. and at that point in time, uh, my thought was, how could Uh, God's name be polluted. It's like how the Nazis misused swastika. How could God's name be polluted by violence? And that was my original feeling of pain as to how this could have happened. And three years later, i was doing the opening ceremony of bhakti fest one of the large yoga gatherings and i and as i was doing the, the opening ceremony I, you know i had to commemorate the september 11th and it was on september 11th 3 years later so i thought let's question allah itself uh, himself herself on mm-hmm. why what is the solution to this so we all chant the name allah and just two years later, uh, the solution came. It's consciousness. Mm-hmm. Consciousness is, the, is that which is the only truth and the truth within all religions. All religions have a content of consciousness and that is the only truth. Mm-hmm. And if we step into understanding consciousness, then almost in a moment, all the solutions are there for us, from global warming on one side, mm-hmm. to you know this like if religions all upgrade itself to understanding that non that violence has no place, women are equal, mm-hmm. Uh you know children have to be protected, elders need to be respected, like this you know like the freedom of thought, mm-hmm. like I could worship anybody, anything I want. I could even worship my pen if I want. I might not even worship God. That that's my my right
0: mm-hmm.
1: and my uh, you know like likewise so all and, of this, and worshiping you... itself
0: builds uh integrity and in, uh, consciousness isn't it? it it's a spiritual yes. flow mm-hmm.
1: exactly because every one of us have have our own station in our in our journey mm-hmm. and so you know, they, you know, you could, could not, might not even worship God, might worship God outside, might worship God inside, but that's my individual choice, my inherent right, intrinsic right. Mm-hmm. So consciousness by itself, you know, can is definitely an absolute need through organizations in all forms. Likewise, through entertainment, through media, you know, through services, through prof- uh, through professional, uh, through 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 a job, through a work. So if consciousness touches. And connects with every human on planet Earth. Now we step into the new age where humans are now uh, angelic beings, and the realities we've created is heavens because we stopped wars mm. Where consciousness is, abundance is. Mm.
0: that's wonderful. Uh, so, go ahead.
1: A place, a place like say South India, for instance, has. Had been untouched by any invasion of any kind for over 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 years of its history, of its known history. There was no no invasion around it. So the result of that was uh, deep wisdom of spirituality, science, wisdom of food, the wisdom of tolerance understanding mm-hmm. non-violence. So when Mahatma Gandhi said, okay, let's uh, let's uh, protest and uh, let's do it in a non-violent way and they called it Satyagraha. Mm-hmm. Instantly, all of India was, were takers. They immediately understood it to be perfectly aligned to their reasoning. And mm-hmm. so it had the total participation of India and that's what made Satyagraha, the movement of nonviolence, such a powerful, powerful, uh, powerful force. Because the wave eventually... had been
0: started already. That
1: exactly, saying? because people yes. understood it. Yes, they understood I it. nonviolence to being a core principle uh, within. So my grandfather, for instance, was a freedom fighter. And he aligned with Mahatma Gandhi. He was an industrialist, and he aligned with Mahatma Gandhi. And like him, there were so many others all across India. That's because there was the bed of consciousness that was already there that understood this principle. And the hmm. moment this principle was put together in the form of protest, it worked. So... What happened, all this is because where consciousness is, there is the deeper growth of human, the human to the angel, angelic happens. In Mm -hmm. absence of war, in absence of fighting, in absence of everything, then now they're sharing. So anybody, any, any uh, refugee who, through thousands of years of Indian history who came to India, anyone who came to India, they were um, they were treated as the guests, and there's a saying, our guest is our God.
0: Oh, wow, really? Is that because so you it have to think? To anyone goes new... to
1: India, one of the experiences is you know, being overwhelmed by hospitality because there's a concept, our guest is our God. Hmm. And all of this is only because especially South India, was because there was no invasion, for, in, no major invasion or anything from outside forces. But this is, if the whole world was conscious, now we would all be abundant in not just resources, but also love and sharing and, and wisdom, in being you know, seeing ourselves as, uh, as brothers and sisters, as one humanity.
0: And there's an intrinsic respect in that for others, too, isn't it?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I'm really excited about what you're doing. You're actually setting up and uh, coordinating an organized uh, a world. Board. You know, you talk about it. So you're creating a declaration, or you have done, right?
1: Yes. And so what we are them... looking... Uh-huh. What, what seeing is What you're seeing is... If a nation like India adopts it, if all the nations across the globe adopt the declaration of consciousness or the principles of consciousness, the the beneficiary is its citizen. Every person living will have the benefits. Because now we are you know creating a reality, creating a reality where heavens can be. Hmm. Now, when I w- when mentioned the word heavens, it sounds a little bit like a fairy tale, but not not really, because the reality is if we are in a state of joy, we are in a heaven. If we are in a miserable state in our emotions, we are in hell. So put that in a macro field, an entire nation, you know, awake in consciousness means a nation that is happy.
0: No, I love that. That's wonderful. That makes a lot of sense. The only thing I'm I'm not meaning to be a downer, but I think of Gandhi and I go, he got shot. Right?
1: Isn't Pardon that? me? Gandhi, didn't
0: he get shot? Yes. See, See that's the part uh, that I that I'm going, how can we neutralize okay. that kind of reaction?
1: Yeah. Yes. See, look at it this way, okay? Now uh if you take the case of all the masters of the past. From Christ to Plato to Mahatma Gandhi to Martin Luther King, all these masters, you know, like they had their life abruptly ended because they were actually coming to shift humanity and consciousness and humanity couldn't handle it. If if Christ if Christ was amongst us today, he would have been as a revered teacher. Everybody would have loved his teaching because in today's world we are able to equate with what he was teaching as common sense. In those days, it was not common sense. He he was a disruptor. He came to disrupt uh, disrupt a particular way of thinking to work anew.
0: Mm. And Gandhi also was a disruptor,
1: disruptor, was he? Yes. Yeah. Uh, to a good extent. But see, at that time, Gandhi had, uh, you know, there were two paths, a path of, uh, there were two paths to independence.
0: Mm-hmm. One
1: path was the nonviolent way, which Mahatma Gandhi was mentioning. And mm-hmm. there was the other path, which was basically a way through violence, which was like uh, Netaji Subhashyantra, and others. Now, There was a, you know, there's still a conflict. What actually won independence for India? Now, we could say, you know, nonviolence, because when there was a a non-cooperation movement that took place, all of India simply stopped working. And that's when the British realized the 200,000 or so number of officers here in in India had to face with about 150 million or 250, 200 million people at that point in time. And they realized, oh, my God, what if they did turn violent? (laughs) That's a lot of people, right? What they turn violent. so you know like this whole process you know of the independence was one dimension, but what Gandhi came to teach was a thing of nonviolence. At the same time, uh, you know there was a level at which he was trying to he it, it, you know I would I would thank Gandhi for having created uh, uh, you know having uh, at, got India's independence without bloodshed because. Mm-hmm. After that, you know, India has been a relatively very peaceful country with so many uh, religions and minor, you know, so many religions all put together. And uh, and uh, you go to any town, any small village, there'll be, uh, um, you know, not one or two temples. There'll be so many temples, so many churches, so many mosques, all in the same place. But, and, and they don't they don't compete. India. And yet. There is relatively phenomenal levels of peace in India. Hmm. So one of the things I noticed in my own household was that there was a picture of Mecca, there's a you know, there's a there's a Christ, there's Mary, alongside with all the Hindu gods and goddesses. Mm-hmm. And that is the general thinking in India, which is in, in inclusivity. I like that. So it's a funny thing to look at it that when Buddha uh, started his camp, you know, started preaching. Uh, wherever he went, uh, you know, he was, he was disrupting that particular society. Mm-hmm. And uh, wherever he went, you know, like uh, uh, people join him. Now, what did the Hindus do? Uh, if this was in any other place across the globe, Buddha would have been assassinated. But mm-hmm. here the the the, the Hindu said, "Oh, he is another god of ours. He is the next avatar of God, and made and 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 instated, instated him as another god." Oh
0: wow! Okay,
1: this, so they accepted him is, totally. They accepted him as another god, and the additional. More the merrier. So, <laughs> so this is consciousness. This is a layer of consciousness that allows, I would not even say tolerance. I will say honoring and respecting and celebrating all paths to consciousness. Hmm. So, it, so in conflict it, it, is, the reason for conflict is removed. Hmm. I love that. So it's
0: yes. non-competitive, you would say. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: I would say it's not just non-competitive, it is basically saying, you know, like if one, since my child uh, believed in Judaism and uh, was uh, was worshipping God, I would say, wow, at least he has some sort of faith, you know, something to hold on to. Mm-hmm. If my child was even an atheist saying, hey, I question the existence of God, I'd say, wow, that is also good, you know, like he, at least he's beginning to question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: So you don't have to give them a lecture or anything. You just say, oh, okay. And so are your child, what are your children like? Are they actually very conscious like you are? Are they really enjoying consciousness as they grow up? It's a danger,
1: it's a danger always, you know, uh, to basically try to impose my belief systems on anyone, especially my kids. Mm-hmm. So I stay far away from all of this. You know, mm-hmm. it's like assuming another hat and cap.
0: hmm
1: So they would have their own time to basically question. And when they seek and when they come to me, at that time, I will teach. Until then, I am not going to force anything down their throat. I'm just going to let it be. And I guess this is a very important thing, especially in parenting, because we always want to assume and presume that we know better. Of course, we do know better. Mm-hmm. And of course, we do need to create a space, but then it's important for each one to actually step into their own timeline to uh, work on themselves.
0: And to, re- but I think what you're doing is um, is setting up a household in which the respect the respect is innate, so they have that to help flow yes. their their own consciousness,
1: right? Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. You know, it's so funny because what happened was like I, like my son, for instance, it was shocking to know that um, yeah, like um, uh, he uh, he's just he's just eleven years old, and uh, uh, you know like uh, my wife asked him uh, you know just as, as for fun about who will win in each state, and he knows he hardly knows anything about uh, politics or anything else, and. Uh, he mentioned 10 states uh, who's going to win, Republicans or Democrats, and, and 10 states. And all those 10 were exactly what he predicted. Wow. And that was so shocking. <laughs> but that is, that I love is, that. I, I relate that to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like um, in the age category of mine, which is 50 plus, we are the Indigo. Mm-hmm. Then comes the next stage, you know, the next category of people who came, who are the crystal children, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, my eldest daughter, for instance, like uh, you know, sort of like they know it all. They they've had ease and clarity, mm-hmm. ease in their spiritual journey. Everything has been easy for them, very very easily. They said, now this particular generation who's just coming up, these are the gifted ones.
0: Oh, really? They could say
1: the chosen ones.
0: How exciting. And this
1: is the wave that we've all been waiting for. And they know, the they generation. already know. Is, is that right? They, they already, sort know. Of already know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, they, they, they might be at this point in time not actually uh, working on it, but the they, they, are, they are powerful seeds.
0: And for you, back to consciousness for you or me or for any of us to realize this about these kids is actually increasing the consciousness around them even if we never speak about it right
1: of course yes see it's like it's like there's so much of information that's going on mm-hmm. everywhere some of it's and so terrible uh, <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> it is and you know and it's, it's 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 like you know i would say it's like flowers all mm-hmm. over the world And, uh, you know, the bee that actually drinks up the flowers is our own quest for it and the timeline for it. And the pandemic moment has actually put us to question a lot of things. And uh, that's what's happening now. We have begun to question. We are, you know, as, you know, like whenever we have problems, that's when our mind is sort of like vulnerable and it's wanting to go inward and it has a propensity to go inward. But when mm-hmm. it goes inward to actually plunge within to hold the truth, the truth then begins to, you know, I would call it the inner guru. Once mm-hmm. the inner guru is awake, now we are able to see in clarity from above the mind mm-hmm. and see in clarity what needs be done. And the resonance and the resonance approach.
0: of what's true and what isn't, right?
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: No, that's really, uh, really interesting. So here's what, well, not more than interesting, it's more in my beingness, I'm enjoying this. But I'm watching, uh, you're going to do the, dec- you are doing the declaration of consciousness and you want to have it in different, or you're going to have it in different countries uh, and I hope it'll spread like wildfire, like the COVID did. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, um, see, it's it's. Uh huh. Yes.
0: I, I was just going to ask you to tell the people, tell the listeners, how you're going to infuse our consciousness of our people. with it, You know.
1: Yes. Um. See, when we talk about consciousness, we want to make sure we are empowering ourselves, mm-hmm. not only. Uh, the external world of consciousness, where that reality is is that which vibrates uh, vibrates from a higher place, but also from inside, we from within, we want to ensure that we are empowered. So. You know, the the Declaration of Consciousness Movement envisions, uh, we are actually building an online grid where each one of us can come and be an advocate to consciousness, be an ambassador to consciousness. Now, um, you know, in our life experiences, one dimension is what is our work? What is the professional, what is the work we do? Mm -hmm. Now, by coming in and saying, okay, this is the work I do, instantly we're connecting to the global dimension of, let's say, you might say, I'm yoga. I'm, I'm into yoga i'm connecting to the global audiences of yoga mm-hmm. or let's say you might say an artist that's one dimension the next dimension is if you are not, uh, or if you uh, have read conscious books what are your books or for instance the movies like there's some phenomenal beautiful movies that are languishing and this is coming the 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 the, 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 the even though the world sort of has forgotten movies like powder for instance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, i love these, that like, mm-hmm. if, if you mention this, this now gives everyone the opportunity to check out on those conscious movies. Mm-hmm. You know, in the pandemic time when you go into Netflix, we don't know which movie to watch really. Mm-hmm. And even if we do, you know, even when you talk about conscious movies, there are different dimension. But at the same time, our mm-hmm. grid is. For those who basically want to mention, which, you know, the movies, they might be a movie producer seeking a vast, huge, uh, or a conscious audience for their book, for their movies, for their music. So this would enable content. The next dimension is database. That is, each one of us now coming together is the database. And the third is the eyeball. The eyeball really means <laughs> right. awakening. The vast humanity that this is oh, there's this there's a way to attain uh, our individual freedom there's a way in which we can reach consciousness to each one there's a way in which you can empower the light of each and the light of consciousness for all mm-hmm. so this moment declaration of consciousness, the first step would be go in and sign up. Sign okay. in and await, because as we as we take the next few steps, it is how for how to allow each of us to participate in mm-hmm. a way in which we are causal of abundance for ourselves we are able to actually uh, allow all the self-help see when you awake we see uh, beyond the mind we see out of box we are able to resolve things from a higher place and if we all come together we are the solution to Just about every limitations and every threat uh, humanity faces from global warming on one side, all the way to, um, you know, religious wars and terrorism, all the way to the other end to the economy.
0: That's very exciting. So how do people sign in? I mean, do do you sign up, literally sign up physically?
1: Yes, sign up online, which is declarationofconsciousness.org or or, um, uh, sign, S-I-G-N, sign, D-C, Mm -hmm. dot uh, org. So this would be the sign up for the Declaration of Consciousness movement. And, uh, uh, you know, like uh, what we envision is that every nation across the globe adopting the principles of consciousness and mm-hmm. uh, united nations actually uh, you know you know endorsing us so that we understand that uh, you know humanity understands that it's such a basic right that is an absolute need for all of humanity of mm-hmm. each human
0: even just signing up moves our thinking our head out of the confinements of the way the social structure has been doesn't it
1: Yes, and you know when we, the, the power of we is a very powerful word. When we wake up, we understand we are the spirit, having mm-hmm. this human experience. Mm-hmm. But as spirit, in reality, it's the I has gone away and it's been replaced with the we. Mm. Now, what if that we was all the masters of consciousness coming together? Mm. I love so, that. You know, like... this is very exciting.
0: (laughs) Is it not? I'm going, whoa, yeah. mm
1: -hmm."
0: I (laughs) I notice you you understand a lot about media and so on. And I'm like, well, I guess that's the avenue in for a lot of people, isn't it?
1: The truth is, the truth is, we are all today armed with uh, the ability to be online. We mm-hmm. have a computer, mm-hmm. we have a voice. we have our story. we have something to give every one of us mm-hmm. uh, and And you know, like the previous paradigm was there was the one person who basically owned virtually the whole economy. Mm-hmm. This has to shift mm-hmm. this has to move to the dimension where uh, each 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 of us have a place to have, have a, have, have, a have a, a role to play mm-hmm. and a part and our abundances. Mm-hmm. That old structure has to diminish and the new structure is now taking on, taking up.
0: And when we're centered in this, uh, we are a lot more innovative, aren't we? We're less afraid, we're more innovative and we can see and feel what needs to be done to... Evolve the species, is that
1: right? But... Absolutely. You know what's what's what was what was pretty surprising and shocking to me was a statement I read where it mentioned that all the scientists of India were yogis. Oh
0: really? Now, if, you go, yeah.
1: if you go back to time, we are talking about four thousand, five thousand years ago. mm mm-hmm. Uh, one of the yogis mentioned the speed of light, which is pretty much accurate. One mm-hmm. of the yogis mentioned the dimension, the the the, um, uh, the distance between the Earth and the Sun, and the Earth and the Moon. Someone one did. of the scientists actually mentioned the um, you know like it, it's, it's it's amazing when you and the, the age of Earth, which actually is pretty much uh, pretty much accurate. So when Carl Sagan mentions that in the timelines of of definition of the age of the universe and the age of Earth, uh, the Vedas actually had it pretty much accurate. (laughs) Isn't that wonderful? But this is because, and Carl Sagan was an atheist, okay? Mm -hmm. So this dimension of understanding all of the universes can come only from one place, and that is the mind that is free, the mind that is seeking, and the mind that is in knowing. Mm-hmm. And this is the power that comes to any and, and anybody who quests for consciousness. Mm-hmm. We wake up. We wake up to a higher self, and the higher self has a unique potential. Every one of us has something so uniquely powerful—a superhuman, a super, super, a supernormal power within us that wakes up, and that is the power we want to bring to play
0: mm-hmm. together as one so we're In consciousness. we're all uh, greater you know what i mean by greater yeah we're greater than we think we are because we're going to open to the collective knowing what the universal knowing the infusions exactly. of
1: information mm-hmm. and we wake we, up to understand suddenly we wake up and realize oh my god i am here for this purpose and the moment we know we are here for this purpose we Begin our heart's work. Now we are gifted with enormous powers of inspiration, wow. and that is also well-being. That is also goodness. That is all the dimensions of uh, of uh, of uh, uh, the extra energies to come. This is why the six-pointed star is very important. The five dimensional being we are itself is a powerful dimension because once you, to realize the five dimensions we are, we need to realize we are the five elements. That is, water, that is earth, water, fire, air, and ether, the five. But within the five, once we've understood the five, the sixth dimension pops up. The sixth dimension is recognizing ourselves as a cosmic child, the child of the cosmos. Now in the sixth dimension, ESP clicks in. We mm-hmm. are able to think beyond the limits of the mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We are beyond the limits of our karmic imprints. Mm-hmm. Now we are not only, we we operate from the knowing, we are guided, and we have the power of infinity rested in a finite beingness. I
0: love that. And, and also, uh, you can send, I mean, you know this, Already, but we can be sending our thoughts and feelings and our intentions to one another without having any physical connection. All of that just gets bigger and bigger, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> yes, yes. I had, you know, one of my gurus, Mahasiva Swami, was living in the forest uh, by himself, and this was actually a tiger sanctuary. And he was living inside the, you know, he would most of the time he'd be spending inside the tiger sanctuary. Oh my goodness. And uh, you know he'd come back, and I would I was able to connect with him once in a while. And when I connected with him, you know, it was only because when I was meditating, I would hear him say, "Call me, call me, call me." And <laughs> then I call him, and say, uh, then when I pick, when I call him and say, "Oh, here you are. I've been. I, I'm glad you got my message."
0: Ah, oh, isn't that wonderful? Oh, I love
1: that story.
0: And we unfortunately have to end this, but Nanduji, do you think we can call you again to come back on?
1: Of course, of course, Divine One, of course, of course. So much of joy, and, uh, you know, like I leave each of us with one thing, and that that is that of all the wealth we have, the single most precious wealth, the wealth we carry from death to birth, and the birth to death is consciousness. So if we are understanding that this is the seeking to be more conscious, then we have all the other experiences that actually is an abundance in all its forms. So grateful. That's Divine so wonderful.
0: Well, I am so grateful that you joined us and thank you to all you listeners. I hope you've enjoyed Nandaji and Nandaji. It's, it's deca- declaration of what is it called, Declaration consciousness. of Consciousness, if you would be uh, ready to sign up and uh, certainly go in and look and see what the information is that's there. I know it would be just great for all of us to connect that way. So thank you so much, Nandaji. Thank you, thank you, thank it's you.
1: Grateful you. grateful to you, Divine Veronica, and grateful to each one of us who spent time here connecting to us. That's grateful.
0: Thank Wonderful. You. This is Veronica Antwistle bringing you Paradigm Shifters. Thank you for
1: listening. Grateful for the moments we shared together. To learn more or to connect with Nandiji, email us awake at nandi.com N-A-N-D-H-I dot com or visit our website nandiji.com N-A-N-D-H-I-J-I dot com. In grace, in blessings, as one. Om Namasvaya.